Relative Dimension presents The Forsaken Frontier, an actual play podcast using Deadlands 20th Anniversary Edition by Pinnacle Entertainment Group. At the, uh, the front of the room, on the other side of the row of tables, there's a few people that some of you recognize, some of you know by name, but you've never like met them formally. There's uh, William Smith, who's the head of the Circle L Ranch, Charlie Pierce, who's head of Lazy 8 Ranch, Clayton Bowen, who's head of Froze to the Bone Ranch. There's also Henry Thorpe, who is the saloon owner. He's sitting back there. Doc Zachary Ross is sitting back there. Uh, Clement Marks, who runs the Frosty Gazette, the town newspaper, is sitting back there. And uh, as Ira Bradley walks in with Jalen, Ira detours and goes and takes a seat back there. And there's one more empty seat. And like two minutes before 10, uh, another gentleman walks in there and it's uh lawrence nichols who is uh he runs the bank and lowell speaks up now we're here to discuss this hanging and what we should do about it there's a bit of crime going on i've just been informed that there was also a shooting last night we have one dead body uh we are looking to see if we could discover the identity of this person and uh he kind of glances at the sheriff now, I know our sheriff is a bit short-handed, so do we wish to consider appointing a marshal at this time? And she kind of speaks up. Uh, I actually have a deputy now, so things should be getting a little better. I see. Well, if we don't get this settled, we might still have to do something. Until now, we haven't had that much uh, crime of this nature either. True, true, but things are getting a little too strange around here. Uh, We also have to discuss the nature of... And he kind of looks around, and he looks at Father James. Uh, Father James. Yes. How has your congregation been going since you've arrived in town? And you have several people visit church Sundays? Well, I do believe that I have a sizable uh, membership from the township and uh, the outlying farms and ranches, so I do believe that it's doing well. I see. So there's no objections to making it official? Uh, no no objections here. He kind of looks around and other people start shaking their head. I see. Well, then... Uh, I have a few questions to ask you that I have been uh, given as sort of a uh, a gauge of your capabilities professionally. And he starts asking you a few, he reads off from a sheet, a few uh, religious questions about Bible verses and things like that. And this is basically a test of uh, your skill. What is your rank in professional theology? Uh, It is a four. I'm sorry, it's a four. Okay. Do you also, by chance, have the edge of religious rank? I do. Okay. So after a few questions, um, they're more um, generalized knowledge things. Basically, uh, just getting a sense of what you know and stuff like that, and you you seem to meet the requirements. Uh, Very well. Since there are no objections, and you do seem to meet the qualifications that we were left to ask on the replacement from the previous preacher, we have no problems with making this official and making your your hiring official. Uh, After the meeting, we will make sure you get the keys to the parsonage. Thank you. Thank you, kind sir. And I uh, bow to him and the congregation, or the people present here, I should say. Uh, A lot of them are part of the congregation. 
All right, now the, the important thing. Uh, did anybody see this hanging happening? And nobody says anything. People are looking around at others in the room. Uh, nobody saw it. Dr. Ross. And Dr. Ross, who is the dentist, stands up. Uh, yes, well, nobody saw, saw the need to fetch me right away, but I did manage to get a look at the body before he was buried. He was strangled uh, some time before the hanging. The, the hanging didn't cause the damage around his neck nor the death. So somebody definitely wanted him dead well enough to, uh, I should say, wanted him seen well enough to put him on that tree after he was hanged, which is a very, very godless deed. Indeed. And was there any evidence as to who that might have been? Uh, none that we have been able to find. Uh, there's been a bit of an old rope that was still left on the body, but that didn't say anything one way or the other. I see. All right, so we have a murderer with no evidence. Nobody saw it happen. I propose that we mount a, uh, a posse to patrol the town to keep an eye on wrongful deeds that may be going on. Perhaps if this had been done yesterday, we may have been able to find out who these shooters were last night. A few people kind of murmur about that. And then somebody walks in from outside. Uh, he looks very, very travel-worn, sweaty, as though he's been uh, very active recently. And he walks up to the table and, and kind of interrupts Mr. Lowell mid-sentence and kind of uh, leans over and says something into his ear. I see. Uh, I apologize, everybody. I must be getting back to my ranch. It seems something has happened to one of my employees. Uh, Dr. Ross, will you please accompany me? And a lot of people are starting to look a little curious at this point. Uh, what about what about the meeting? Uh the meeting is adjourned until further notice. Hmm. And he starts to walk out. Well, that, that's odd. That, that, they usually don't end the meeting early. I wonder what happened, says somebody from you know, one of the chairs next to you guys. Maybe they're having a meeting to discuss the meeting. Something. Hmm. I'm going to walk over to the chair. She is standing up. That was a bit of a weird ending. Sorry, she is standing up as you're walking over to her. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I'll say that that was a bit of a weird ending. Uh, yes, it was, and it doesn't look good. Uh, Mr. Lowell, and he stops. Uh, Miss Dale, uh, you should accompany me too, I think. Uh, yes, yes, I think I will. And she turns to you. Uh, well, might as well start sometime. You have a horse? You have a what? You got cut off. Do you have a horse? Uh, oh, wait, do I have a horse? I just didn't even think about it. Wait, I bought a horse earlier. Yeah, yeah, I think I did have a horse, didn't I? I don't remember. No, actually, wait. No, by the time he ended up in town, I think he went with like a, a, a caravan or something like that. I don't think he was on a horse. So no, he doesn't have a horse at the moment. Okay. Uh, actually, never got around to getting one since I got into town. I suppose I could. Jalen calls out a little bit and says, uh, hey, is it about that feller that got away last night? Well, I mean, yesterday? Was yesterday, wasn't it? It was last night. It was last night because it was getting dark. Yeah, that's why. They that's what I thought. Uh, Mr. Lowell stops and looks at you. Fellow that got away. I uh, uh, don't think so. One of the shooters was hurt. Was he now? Hmm. I don't think this is related, but it might be. And the sheriff looks over. Uh, my deputy doesn't have a horse yet. Do you mind loaning us the use of one of your, or can he ride in your carriage? Uh, yes. Yes. I'll, I'll catch up with you. Uh, Evan, why don't you ride along with him? I'll catch up. And he goes out and starts to get into his carriage, and he'll let you in. Okay. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. I'll be uh, getting a horse rather soon, I believe. What about the rest of you? Is the meeting over? Yes, the meeting is adjourned. Then, yeah, walking out, and since I have rest of the day, I guess? Hmm. I don't know. Actually, I will be right back. Free time. Um, what do you do with it? What does she do with the free time? All she does is work all day. <gasps> What's at the theater? 
this early in the morning? Nothing. Well, it, the meeting started at 10. How quickly did it end? Uh, it's about 11 now. Fine. They had a lot more to go through, you, you guess, by the uh, you know seriousness of everybody that was there. Uh, the gentleman that came in is sitting at the, the bar, though. All right. Let's go to the bar. He seems to be catching his breath and, and uh, waiting for a drink. i order a drink and, and just look over at him and say, are you okay, sir? Oh, yeah. I just had a hard ride getting here. What was the rush? Oh, Steve died. Had to tell Mr. Lowell. Figured he'd want to know. I'm sorry to hear about your friend Steve. How did he die? Uh, I, I, I don't. And he um, gets a, a quick look on him, and he uh, dives for a spittoon and starts to vomit. Oh, my. I think that poor man has the consumption. <laughs> well, you would know. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. So... Um, I'll kind of just wait for him to gather himself, and if he's finished his drink, I'll, I'll be nice enough to order him another one. And then um, when he's collected himself, uh, so how exactly did your friend die? I, I don't rightly know, but it was bad. Oh, okay. Sir, I'm trying to give comfort, but you're really not making it easy. Um, When did your friend die? He seems to... to... Get that look on his face, like is he's maybe gonna retch again, and he forces forces it down. Uh, sometime overnight, I guess. I found him this morning. Well, and then he kind of um, holds his hand up and goes back to the spittoon. Would it be too much to say that uh, LP overheard that? I don't think it'd be too much to say. He wasn't trying to to be discreet about it. And his retching in the spittoon is definitely drawing attention. Right? Yeah. <laughs> well, the second round of retching, a sound that LP is no stranger to, he will amble over with his uh, half-finished bottle of whiskey and his empty coffee cup, lean heavily against the bar as the man continues to fill the spittoon. Now, if I was a betting man, and I am a betting man, I would believe that when you found your friend... It was a surprise because you heard nothing previous to that. Would that be correct in my surmising? Yeah, we didn't hear anything. And judging by your loving embrace of that spittoon there, I believe that uh, it was rather graphic, perhaps. Oh, yeah. And so now we have two peculiar murders in the span of three days where nothing was heard... And the bodies were presented, so to speak. And now... Oh, I, don't, I don't know about presented. We found him in bed. He was supposed to be one of the ones that took the, the cattle out to out to the field today. And he didn't show up after everybody came into town. So we went looking to see what happened to him. And found him in bed. Blood everywhere. Well, how did he die, though? He kind of uh, holds his stomach and... and Looks down at it, and I looks like he's gonna get sick again, so he stops. Did it look like a wolf got to him? Maybe, maybe if if the wolf, I don't, yeah, may, I don't know. He had a big hole in his stomach. Somebody's gonna look at uh, the gentleman that's now also questioning this young man. It looked like a a gunshot, and your friend. No, no, no gunshot I've ever seen. Gunshot you've ever seen. Well, Liberty's become a very dangerous town, considering we've now had two murders and an attempted murder. And when one self-defense shooting, if my memory serves, miss. Well, I don't count that one. That was in self-defense. Well, yes, but it is a strange happening. My manners seem to have fled me. My name is Leander Calloway, recently of, well, never you mind. Um, I noticed that you have been a figure of some repute, miss. Repute? Well, I'm Sunday McBride, but most call me Sunny, and I don't see how I am a figure of... Re well, uh, Miss McBride, Sunny, pardon me, may call me LP, by the way. You happen to see something on the barroom floor just in time for a bullet to narrowly miss your guts. You gave chase to the rather ephemeral figure of a woman who then disappeared in the thin air being then replaced by three gunmen, 
one of which you have dispatched most expertly. And yet, you have had nothing to do with any of the strange happenings around this town. Now, if I'm a betting man, and as I said, I am, I believe your name is going to enter this hat once again when the posse returns from that man's ranch. I didn't, I didn't string up that man in that tree, and I, and I only, the only per- people, only person I killed was the one that shot at me. Now, Sonny, I did not say that you have killed anybody except in the man that you have rightly shot in self-defense. However, something seems to be a brewing about you, and I aim to find out what. She's going to level him with a hard look, stand, or finish her drink, stand up. There's no great mystery in me. All I do is stay in this terrible town and work. Sun up to sunrise. That's it. Ask anybody. So how about you look at other people that might actually have done these horrible crimes? And she'll start to walk away. Oh, people let her go. At that moment, uh, a lady, young, youngish lady, uh, working out, dressed uh, rather poorly, comes walking in. Her eyes are kind of red. Has, it, has anybody seen the sheriff? She's not in her office. Uh, she just left, ma'am. She, she left again? Apparently one of the ranchers needed her help. But Freddie never came home last night. Your husband, ma'am? Uh, my, my betrothed. He said, he said he'd be home a little late, but he said he'd be home. He never came home. I'll help you look for him if you need. Uh, where was he last seen? Um, uh, she kind of motions off to the, the east side. Out of the tents, he, he said he was coming into town for for business, for something, and that he wouldn't be late, wouldn't be too late. We, we, we have a tent out, out there. Uh, tell me, did Freddie have any other individuals that he was doing his business with last night? Um, he, he didn't. He didn't tell me anybody else was with him. I see. And uh, I think we're all kind of exchanging looks right now. Well, I wasn't. Some are giving, some are taking. He didn't happen to come into town armed, did he? I mean, it is dangerous and all, but one never knows. Uh, no, Freddy doesn't have a gun that I know of. Uh, could you describe him? Um, yeah, he, he's he uh, he's tall, um, brown hair, um. Has has a uh, um he he works with his hands so his his hands are rough. Uh, I try to recall the clothes of the body that I helped take to the undertaker. And mm-hmm. uh, is there any features that bring to come to mind? Uh, they were plain clothes, kind of uh, on the uh, not so fancy side, kind you know, worn clothing. I mean, like, did he have, like, a patch on his jacket in some location that I can use to identify it? Oh, his his shirts was were probably patched up in places. So in that case, I would say to her, did he have a, a, a red-colored patch on the elbow, on the left elbow? Yeah, yeah, he did. He did. You seen him? I'm, I'm sorry to say, ma'am, uh, there, there was an incident last night. Uh, perhaps you should wait for the sheriff to return? What? Well, what, what, what kind? What kind of incident? Is is the preacher still in the room? I think so. Her eyes are getting wet. Man, OP's going to take that opportunity to exit stage left. Hey, Jalen's silent, lo- looking at the preacher for some kind of assistance here. No, nothing. Nothing happened to him, did it? I, I think he was shot, man. I I think it might have been him. But 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 but, but why? There was some sort of incident. Um, there was three, two others that were there at the time that ran away and, and left him behind. Um, I, I took I took his remains to the Undertaker. So if you wish to go there, I'll accompany if you wish. Uh, maybe see if that is him. She uh, turns and runs out crying. I better follow. You follow. She doesn't run too fast, so you know she doesn't really leave you that far behind. But she definitely goes up to the Undertaker's door and starts pounding on on the door. And the Undertaker, who didn't stay at the meeting long after everybody left anyway, is just opening up the door as you get there. Uh, yes, 
may I help you? And she pushes past him. Um, this? And then he looks at you. I explain it to him. Oh, dear. And he turns and walks in, and she's over the body crying incoherently. Probably going to take a little bit for her to catch her breath, actually. Yeah. All right, so Evan is with uh, Lowell. Um, he's not saying anything on this carriage ride. He seems to be intently staring in the direction that they are going, like he wants this thing to move faster, but knows that it doesn't really. Not comfortably, anyway. Did they uh, say anything about what's wrong with your man? No, except they found him in a pool of, well, rather messily killed. Oh, so it is another death. Yeah. Didn't say much more other than they found him in bed. In bed? Hmm. And the doctor is, is also sitting there next to you. Yes, well, could be any number of things. Any number of things that cause a hole in your gut? Uh, yes, well, I guess it would be better to wait until I see him. Hmm. I don't know if that would be the man I shot last night. I mean, that's a pretty pretty good distance to travel with a with that kind of uh, wound in you if it was that bad. I don't think I, I'm not sure how hard I hit him. It was uh, He ran shortly after I hit him, so. Oh, yes, with the shooting last night. Yes. Lawlessness is running rampant in town these days. Um, the sheriff and I have uh, found a few interesting things going on with that. Um, not sure yet uh, all the... We're still connecting clues, we'll put it that way. But we have found some evidence, at least. Uh, we, we are making progress on that. I wish you luck. Anything that ends this this faster... Oh, with that, I do completely agree. Um, hence why I I, uh, I agreed to, to be your deputy. I saw the, the need there and the town's need. Uh, yes, as such, I, I think I should get to know you at least. What is your name, young man? Oh, I, I apologize for not sure. I am, I am Evan Stone. Evan Stone. You're new in town, aren't you? It's not a name I uh, recognize. No, I'm... Uh, Mostly a, a bit of a traveler. Been around uh, the country a bit here and there. So decided I needed to find a place maybe to call home, possibly. So was trying out the place and starting to like the town. And then all this stuff happens, of course. But it's still not a bad town. He nods. Well, hopefully you'll do good for us. Well, with that, I will do my, uh, my, uh, my best. And where did Sunny go when she walked away? Is she still in the saloon or did she leave? Um, no, she's still in the saloon. She just walked to a a, a table, not at the bar. Yeah, farther okay. away. Just to stop interacting with the two, especially to get away from the vomit smell. Uh, Mr. Campbell walks up. I'm going to be getting back to the ranch. Um, I guess I'll see you in the morning tomorrow. Of course, sir. As usual. Enjoy the evening. And he turns to the other co-worker that's with you. Margaret, enjoy the evening. And he walks out. Uh, several of the other people that were in here for the meeting are starting to, you know, disperse now. Uh, what is LP doing? LP is... He walks outside just to see where the, uh, the, the fresh widow is going. And once she disappears into the undertaker's office... He's going to turn around, go back into the hotel, keep some tabs on Sunny over there. But other than that, I'm not sure what else I can do. Oh, is the proprietor of the hotel there? Yes, he's there. I would like to go speak with him about Cynthia. Okay. He is uh, directing the getting the tables moved back into place and stuff, shoving some of the big ones. All right. He stops when you approach, though. Uh, good afternoon, sir. Uh, I was speaking with Lynn this morning, and she had to say that Cynthia did not arrive at work last night. Is that true? Uh, that is true. Is that out of sorts for her, perhaps? Yes, it is. I see. Uh, she wouldn't happen to have a gentleman caller that she walks out with regular, does she? Well, she... He kind of wrings his hands. Uh, she used to. 
Ah, I see. That would not have happened to be Mr. Cook, would it? Yeah, he came calling for her from time to time. And, of course, finding his dearly departed form hanging from that tree did her constitution no benefit. Right. So I, I, you know, she didn't say anything beforehand, but I I kind of understand why she didn't show up last night. Indeed. I was going to send Lynn to to check up on her and and a little bit here once we finish up. If it pleases you, sir, I would like to uh, go with Lynn as uh, she is checking up on Miss he kind of looks you up and down, almost like uh, uh, that fatherly look. I suppose that would be all right. LP will offer a, a wan smile and hide a cough. <clears throat> Thank you, sir. I feel it would be best if I paid my respects to Miss Cynthia. Very well. Uh, Lynn can show you the way. I can handle the rest here. Yes, thank you, sir. I will ensure they have both returned to you without undue harm or stress upon their constitution. And Lynn kind of looks relieved that she she's getting out now. She, she has a room over in the boarding house. I'll show you where. Feel not. Off we go. Alright, Father James. The meeting is uh, dispersing. People are leaving. Uh, Jalen followed the crying lady to the undertaker. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought the undertaker or the crying lady was happening at the saloon. I apologize. I misunderstood. It did, and then she ran out. Okay, was... Hold on, I'm confused. I thought the meeting was in the boarding house, not the saloon. No, meeting's in the saloon. Everybody was in the saloon. I apologize, I was confused. Um, I would have actually, since Jalen seems to be uh, consoling the woman, I would have helped uh, put the tables back, move things around, being helpful, basically. They do appreciate it. Uh, give me a cognition roll. Apparently I can find six today. Actually, I'm looking at it. It's a six and a five. Yes. Um, it's not quite enough. You're hearing some snippets of something, but you're not making out um, some of the specific details. I don't know if you'd like to re-roll that or not. No, I'm fine right now. It seems like there's enough rumors and uh, other things going on that if they want to tell the preacher, the new preacher, they will. Yeah. It's just two people as they're, they're moving a, a table back into place, kind of whispering. Um, one of them ha- has the tone like, Hey, do you remember when type of thing, but you don't actually make out what they're saying. All right. The carriage pulls up to the ranch. People help doc Ross and, Evan out, as well as Mr. Lowell. Uh, how many ranks does Evan have in cognition? What's his, his score there? Cognition? Yeah. Uh, four. Okay. One thing that is immediately obvious is that as you're looking around, people are not walking around alone. Um, there's not a whole lot of work going on since the meeting was going on. You know, a lot of people were in town and are now arriving. But just for menial tasks, it looks like somebody's going to a well, which normally doesn't need help, yet somebody's with them. And as people are moving around, even now that it's, you know, close to noon, uh, there's a whole lot of glancing over their shoulder type of thing. It looks like people are just generally wary of something they're they're you know worried or something i'll i'll look at him your people are seem a bit scared worried this is noticed that and a a lady comes running out of the house oh mr lowell i'm glad you're back this this way they got it was devon and she kind of uh walks into the house you know and the doc follows him I assume you do too? Yes. They walk into the house, and this house is nice. I mean, this is one of the the bigger residences around the area. Uh, Lots of space, and it goes into kind of a side wing that becomes apparent that this is like some of the the hands, not the actual family or anything. And as, as you go down this hallway, the smell gets to you first. 
and it's not a smell that that Evan is used to or familiar with, but it is very strong and pungent, and uh, I need a guts roll from you. Ew. I was like, where's my guts? And I also need one from Mr. Lowell. I got five. A five is enough. You manage to to, uh, keep everything where it belongs as the smell overwhelms you and uh, the door is opened slowly and the guts roll is enough to overcome this too. You see a body laying on the bed. The bed is completely red with blood. Uh, The floor is is, uh, not so bad, actually. Surprisingly enough, it seems to just have soaked into the, the bed itself. And there is a body laying there. Um, the sheet is th- pulled down. He is uh, wearing his night clothes. And from his shirt, there is a rather large hole. And in his stomach, there is a rather large hole. Wait, there's a hole in his shirt? And this is like his night shirt? Yes. Oh, well, okay. Uh, I, I will look at it. Well, I think that just proves anything of him being the guy from last night. I don't think he was wearing a nightshirt when in the middle of a gunfight. What is this? The uh, Doc Ross walks up to him and, and calmly kind of uh, leans closer and starts looking at him. He, he uh, checks a pulse. He lifts his eyelids, you know, gets down close to his mouth and nose. And then he does a rather disturbing thing in that he reaches his hand down into the hole and starts to feel around a bit. Is that safe, Doc? I don't see why not. Looks like whatever did this is long gone. Hmm. So it, this hole, how big is it? I mean, obviously big enough to put his hand in, but is it bigger than that or just about that size? Uh, it's slightly bigger than his fist. Uh, is he dead already? Oh, yeah, he's dead. I see. Um, hmm. He's cold. He died, I'm guessing, some hours ago. He, he he starts to lift the body, roll it slightly to one side, and then the other. Actually, less blood than it appears. It just looks like it's spread around a bit. Uh, expression on his face is rather peaceful. It doesn't look like he was in pain, so he might have died suddenly or been asleep. I'm going to look around the room. Uh, Does it look like uh, something was forced in the room? Does it look like the door had been locked or anything like that? It's hard to tell what the door was. Well, I mean, I'm assuming there's no damage to the door. That's what I'm checking. There's no damage to the door, no. Okay. Um, The window is open. The shutters are open, rather, and the, the window is on, you know, swinging panes, and they're open. Okay. I'll look around the window, see if there's any signs of uh, a forcing of the entry there, or even a blood, like an odd blood spot that's out, away from the scene, away from the bed area. That's what I'll be looking for. Something right, that give me a cognition out. check. And this is probably going to have to be pretty high. What is it? Okay. Uh, 16. All right, that's high enough. Uh... Looking at the window, you happen to see um, that the curtains, or, yeah, I guess it'd be curtains, seem to have a few strange holes in them and stress marks, almost like the thread has been pulled out a bit, and the holes are, you know, small, almost like uh, button-sized holes in a shirt. There's a few of those scattered around it. Uh, There is a... A small smear of blood on the windowsill, and on the outside, it looks like, you know, looking at it, it looks like maybe something fell onto the uh, the dirt or, or the ground just outside of the window, but there's nothing there to indicate what it might have been. Hmm. How, is, it, uh, is this the second floor? No, it's the first okay. single story. Okay. Hmm. I'll, I'll look at the, uh, what's the guy's name again? I forget his name. Mr. Lowell? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Mr. Lowell? Yes? I think I found something a bit odd. I wonder if our assailant, whoever it may be, uh, came in through this window here. He, he walks I'll, over. Yeah, I'll show him what I found. That is very interesting. 
And then the doc speaks up. Uh, actually, I think uh, in that case, maybe your assailant left through the window. What do you mean? Um, whatever did this was internal. His rib cage is broken and expanded. Uh, and the tear marks around this wound look like something clawed its way out. Wait, what? Come on, Doc. What, what are you talking about? I don't know. I'm going to have to look around. I, I recall hearing something about this. Something like this, but I don't remember where. Like like he had a creature inside of him or something? Maybe. That is disgusting. And not at all what I expected when I came here. Um, okay, well, I see. Uh, uh, sir, your, your people are probably right to be concerned. Yes, but you know what? You should uh, keep them paired up for the moment. And maybe have them report anything uh, strange going on as soon as uh, as soon as they see it, and not to mess with it if it's something like this. It's got claws, so that could be very uh, very dangerous depending on what it is. I see. Uh, the window is open. You start to hear uh, concerned shouting from outside the window. Of course, it's going to happen before we get a chance. I I will uh, go ahead and hurry out to find out what's going on. Uh, Mr. Lowell follows you. It seems that there is uh, one of the, the younger members, uh, probably a young man in his 15, 16-year-old range or whatever. Oh, oh, Miss, Mr. Lowell, um, the, one, one of the cows is, it just fell over. It was weird. They, they don't, but, but, the other the other ones are spooked they they ran so 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 uh, uh, um pizza out, out there trying to round them up but but the cat the, i don't know something was moving come on you left it you left the boy out there by himself okay let, let's go show me where who, who are you mister uh deputy stone <laughs> i guess that's what he called himself he, he looks at mr Lowell. we got we got a new deputy uh, just just Show him, show the man where it is. Oh, right, 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 this way. And he goes running out, and Mr. Lowell follows him. And Doc Ross is probably coming up the rear slowly. And he kind of leads you. It's a good five-minute walk, even at, a, at an increased pace that the kid has taken. Um, as you get out into this field, you do see a, a small um, herd of cattle kind of off to the side with a, a young man standing over him, keeping him in line now. But the, the kid kind of leads you off to the side. It's over over here. It was acting weird. Making a weird here? noise. Uh, you can see a lump off, yeah, about maybe right. 50 yards away at the moment. I pull my gun. Stay here. Uh, oh, okay. And find your friend. Is he, is he? Do I see his friend anywhere or not? Yeah. Okay. You passed him. Okay, good. All right, so he's safe. Okay, so I'll I'll approach cautiously. Okay. Um, I, as I approach, I'll look for any signs of uh, clawed marks. I don't know if it's walking. It's got claws, maybe something like that. Clearly, something different than you know cow hoofs or blood marks. If it tried to attack the cow, maybe it's got blood on its hands. No, you don't see any signs of anything leading up to the cow. Okay. But you do see the cow. It's kind of laying on its side. All right. Well, it came through the stomach of the man, so maybe the stomach of the cow. So I'll kind of circle to where I could see the stomach of the cow with my gun drawn ready. All right. Now you kind of circle around it. Um, Mr. Lowell, did you tell him and the kid to stay back or just the kid? Yeah. Yeah, I told them to stay back. Okay. So he's staying back with the with the kid. And you are, are circling around. You see this cow kind of laying on its side. It doesn't seem to be moving. How close are you going to get? Okay, but I don't do I don't I don't see a hole or an entry or anything like that. Like with the guy. No. Okay. Does it look like it's still breathing? Uh, it's hard to tell. Okay. Okay. So it's not breathing heavy. If it if it is, it's so it's it's hard to tell at the moment whether it is or not. Okay. 
Uh, I will not go directly in front of its stomach. I'll actually circle to the head, but where I can see the stomach and uh, check it. Let's check to see if it looks like it's still alive from that from its head. All right. Give me a cognition roll. Okay. 13. 13. You don't hear breathing uh, as you, you look at it, it. It doesn't seem to be moving. Um, the chest is not rising and falling. And then you hear a very uh, subdued series of bone cracks. Ooh, I take a few steps back on this one. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to keep an my target on the stomach as that's where it came out last time. And we'll see if it still does. All right. So you're sitting there with your gun drawn on it. And you notice first uh, like like um, something poking from the inside of the neck, not the stomach. Oh, the neck. Oh, um, you know, that's a thin part. I wonder if I could just shoot from here. You know what? I might just do that. I don't want to, I don't want to see what this thing comes out as. Uh, can, since, can I target the, the poking and try to shoot it from there? You can try. Yes. Uh, any negative or no? No, nothing disclosed anyway. Uh, five. All right. You fire off a shot and you hit the neck. Uh, there is a, a small splatter of blood. Uh, the cow does not react. Okay. Does it, the... And at that point, uh, something extends through the neck and pulls, and I need another guts check. Uh, this one is going to be at minus two. I will uh, then. I will use a use a white to give myself another die. Okay. Still holds up the minus two, right? Yeah. Yeah, I've already got one anyway. So, oh come on! I could continue to use a white, right? Yes, you can keep spending whites. It's still only a four. Dang it! Let's see how many whites I got. Uh, I spent one. That was two. That was two. Yes. Okay. You can spend a red or a blue to add. Um, I've got a red. All right, uh, I'll do a red. Oh, I got an eight on it. All right, you can roll that again. <laughs> oh my goodness! All right, you don't. You can roll it again if you want, but you don't have to. Just, You're at a okay. seventeen <laughs> plus a four, twenty-one. Number. All right, this is disturbing, but it doesn't disturb you that much, as uh, these hooks. Hooked claws seem to extend through the throat and kind of pull. And what you see is the biggest tick you've ever seen pull itself out of the throat of this cow. It's probably the size of uh, maybe a grapefruit. Oh. oh and I it starts to... Uh, kind of scuttle away from you. Oh, I want to shoot this. I, I really want to shoot this thing. You may shoot it. 12. Uh, 12 is going to hit it. With its size modifier, a 12 is even going to get you a raise. So go ahead and roll your damage. Lower guts. Holy cow. Okay. So you shoot this thing, and it just explodes in a pool of, uh, in a splatter of blood that it was, you know, in its abdomen, it was carrying, you know, overstuffed, I guess. Oh. But you definitely end it. It's not moving after that. I uh, I slowly approach it. Like, is, is there anything left of this thing? Or is it, is it you know, um, is there a body still that I could collect? If there's I a part of a body. Okay. Um, I, I will yell out, we're clear, but I need a bag or something to put this thing in. Actually, uh, got a pot or something? A pot? Yeah. Uh, it'll probably soak through the bag. I don't want to ruin a good pot. That's true. What is it? It's a big bug. He comes over and he's taking off his jacket. It's a big bug. Like a tick. Oh, son of a bitch. Uh, I am actually curious. I think that we... Uh, we should have the doc check the rest of the cattle too to make sure. Not sure it clearly the men have uh, the the man had it as well. Maybe we should find. I w I wish we had found signs of this. Um, 
maybe we should have a discussion with some of the workers that worked with the your man in there, find out what he was doing, and maybe uh, have the, the the anyone working with him checked out as well. That's probably a good idea. Uh, but I want to keep this for the sheriff to see as well when she gets here. Um, but I don't want. Uh, let's keep this. Tell them to keep this uh, field clear um, until we get a a better feel of what's going on. Plus, I don't. Uh, the rest of the cattle I would that were with this one I would keep separate from any other cattle groups just to be on the safe side as well. All right, I'll see to it. And he turns to start going, and you see the sheriff uh, riding up towards you guys. Uh, I, I waver towards me. She she looks a little confused as to why you're out here as she's riding up, but she dismounts. Uh, well, Stapleton, I saw your man. Uh, so I don't think this is related to the incidences, uh, the incident in town, which is both good and bad. I don't know how you would describe that. Having two things to deal with, though, is kind of a mess. Um, uh, take a look at this thing, and I'll show her the bug. It came out of the cow. Now that it's dead, it's not quite as terrifying as it was when it was alive, so... Wonderful. There's Wonderful. Also in, there's also one of these wandering around, because I don't think this is the same one that was in the, uh, the, the, the boy on the bed. So one of these critters is run, wandering around. Prairie ticks. Wonderful. What, what's a prairie tick? I don't think... Well, actually, have I heard of that? No. Okay. So what's a prairie tick? She points it. The uh, bug. Okay, fair enough. But uh, do we other? Uh, they are. Oh, we need to to figure out where their nest is. Uh, Stapleton, find out where your your um, man was out at. Yeah, uh, sometimes they do travel, so that's no clear indication. But it gives us a place to start. So I'm guessing they implant their young in people and animals she looks kind of uh, resigned and frustrated they they, uh, they kind of uh, emerge from their nest at the sounds of uh, activity cattle horses and then they uh, try to get inside you mm. they drink up your blood and then take it back to the queen that does not sound good. No, it does not. If it's a small nest, it might be um, containable. If it's a large nest, we have to prepare for more casualties. Um, do they have signs? Is there treatment if they got one inside of them? Yes, there is. Uh, I don't think we're equipped to handle it. Uh, I'll have to check at the general store. Uh it's only rumors now, but they say castor oil will force it out, but it's not a pretty sight. Hmm. Well, gets, I guess we should uh, get as much uh, up here as we could can to treat anyone. Um, are there any signs like beforehand, like a fever or anything like that? No, but um, she kind of, of looks, uh, kind of shrugs and... It's it's kind of hard to miss them getting inside of you. They go they they uh I think they crawl in through the mouth. So you know anybody would know that happened to them unless they were asleep at the time. You mean but there's little ones then that crawl in through the mouth and then they get bigger as they stay inside you. Oh yeah, I see. Cattle sadly may not notice it as much. I have no way of alerting anybody. Yeah. Well, I told him to uh, make sure the cattle that was with this group is is away from the rest of them, just in case, and we'll we'll have to keep an That's eye on them. Probably a good idea. Quarantine your cattle, Stapleton. Uh, yes, Miss Dale. I already planned on it. Uh, let's. I, I was going to go talk to his men that was that were w- with him, and maybe we can get an idea. So I'll do that. Um, not sure what you wish to do with that thing. Uh, best burn it. All right. All right. Back at town. The uh, the lady is is kind of uh, a little bit more calm now. Still very distressed and very crying, but she has, has come to accept the fact that uh, her Freddy is no more. How could anybody do this to him? 
You're going to have to talk to the sheriff about that. Uh, you can talk with the pastor to arrange ceremony. Oh, okay. But I, I don't want to leave him. And the undertaker is kind of looking a little put out. You know, kind of unsure what to say and what to do other than just kind of like, uh, okay. Yeah, don't leave him then. You know. All right. In the saloon then. Jalen and the distraught young lady have not come back. So LP, what are you doing? Uh, LP was uh, waiting for Lynn, and they were going to go to... That's right. You were going to the boarding house. Yes. You guys are getting to the boarding house. She uh, walks in, goes up to the second story, you know, down down to the, the hallway and knocks on the door. This is her room. Cynthia! Cynthia! And she knocks again. I suppose it is time to try the door. The uh, the door has a simple lock on it. Let's see, well, unfortunately, I don't have any lock picking. Suppose it's time to find the proprietor of the boarding house and see if they've got a master key. You think something's wrong with her? Well, if she did not arrive back at back to work last night, and she is not answering this morning, and we have had several instances of foul play, yes, something may be up. So if the proprietor does have a key, I believe it is time for us to investigate if she is just so distraught she cannot hear your calling, or if something more sinister has occurred. Oh, uh, I think Holly's downstairs then. Uh, then let us go find her. In fact, Holly is downstairs. Uh, yes, um, I require a key for entry into Miss Cynthia's room. You see, we are trying to find her to offer our regard since it was her betrothed who was hanging from the tree yesterday, and she is not answering. We fear the worst. Oh. Cynthia? Oh. Uh, yes, yes, okay. Um, she kind of goes into a back room, comes back out. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll open the door and check. Yes, please do. Lynn, was everything all right? Yeah, she she didn't show up after after John. Oh, that's right, John. I didn't think about that. And she kind of, you know, is talking as she walks back up to the door. And she opens up the door and, and opens up the door for you guys. Well, I would like to take a look inside. Inside is a small room um, with a lady sleeping in a bed, kind of uh, bundled up, I guess. Kind of uh, rolls over as the, the door is opened up and go away. And she kind of turns over. We can. I can see her face now. You can. Yeah. N- no. She turns away. She puts her back towards the door. Uh, Miss Cynthia Lynn is here to speak with you, um, and also I wish to speak with you uh, in regards to your betrothed, if you have the time. I don't want to talk to anybody. Go away. Now I understand this is a very trying time, but unfortunately, there may be something worse going on, and we wish to. Inquires the status of your health and your... She reluctantly sits up, holding a blanket to her, and puts her, her foot, her feet out of bed. And she looks, raises her head and looks up at you, and her eyes, I mean, are just bags under her eyes. They're red. She looks as though she's been crying. What do you want? I wish to know about your betrothed. What is there to know? Everything, darling. I know nothing of the man. She kind of sniffs. There's nothing to know anymore. Does she look familiar at all? Was she holding a rifle and pointing it through the saloon door last night, perhaps? Nobody saw her holding a rifle pointing it through, through the saloon door. Okay. Um, she is familiar to you, though. You do remember her screaming when you walked out that morning and saw the body. True. Uh, she does have blonde hair, coincidentally. Now, as I said, darling, I am very sorry to hear about your husband-to-be. Can you tell me, where were you yesterday after discovering that grisly scene? I was here, crying. Well, then certainly you must be famished, dehydrated. You must need some food and water. I don't want to eat anything. Now, darling, I understand you do not want to, but I believe you need to. Even Lynn here would agree with me on that. Oh yeah, oh yeah, he's right. You need you need to take care. You can't just sit here and it, it, it never work. 
I don't care. Take a quick look around the room. What do we got in here? In here, you have a wardrobe on the side. Um, there is a uh, full-length mirror on the uh, one of the walls. It's a stand mirror, actually, next to the wall. The window is closed. The curtains are drawn. There is a, a stand with a few little knickknacks, collectible figure type of things, you know, ugly things, but they're sitting there. Um, some boots in the corner, some nice shoes in the corner, a wash basin, um, the clothing that you remember her wearing yesterday when you saw her is just kind of in a heap on the floor. Okay, nothing really out of the ordinary. Uh, Miss Cynthia, I, I don't mean to be untoward, but I, I did come from the hotel, and uh, the proprietor is very worried about you. When do you think you will be able to be seen about in public again? Now that's a hard one to answer. I'm full of hard questions. I don't care if I'm never seen again. Johnny was everything. We were going to leave this place. Really? Where were you planning to go? Virginia City. I see. Try your hand at silver mining, perhaps? No, he, he didn't like cattle. And cattle's all there is here. Well, it seems fairly odd. He would be so in integral with the dealing of cattle and not liking it so much. That's probably why he didn't like cattle. And you were planning to leave soon, I take it? She shrugs. Soon, when we could save up, wasn't happening soon enough. Well, then, he wouldn't have happened to have gotten with any trouble with moneylenders, would he? No, he didn't have money trouble. Uh, gambled some of it away. Lost quite a bit the other night. I wasn't too happy about that. But no, in general, I'm... no. And he did not take his rooms with you? Quartered at the ranch he worked at? Yeah. He stayed here some nights, but he stayed at the ranch. And was he to stay with you uh, the night that night before you found him? No, we didn't have plans that night. She kind of rubs her eyes, looks up at you. Who are you? LP will offer a wan smile and hide his uh, face behind his hand for a second as he coughs. <clears throat> I'm just a concerned man about town, Miss Cynthia. What's it to you? Did you know John? I don't remember him mentioning you. He was merely a man that I saw hanging from a tree and that piqued my curiosity. And as there are several events transpiring about town, I took it upon myself in my idle time to see if I could at least unravel one of the mysteries befallen Liberty, Montana. I see. Well, since it's clear you're not going to leave me alone, uh, would it help if I told you I will get dressed and go to work? Will that get you to leave me alone? He'll smile again. I do believe it would. Fine. Tip my hat to her, tip my hat to Lynn, and I'm heading back to the bar. She's like staring daggers at you as you leave. If she looks very closely, she might be able to see that I don't care. She might. And a moment after you leave, Lynn follows you. And you do hear the sounds of activity from inside the room after, as you're leaving. Well, that that went well. I suppose it did. I, I, I hate to see her that way, but, you know, she can't just sit there and do nothing. She, she just wastes away that way. Yes, and that would be a tragedy. At least this way, she may find a way to move on. If not for Johnny Boy, at least for herself. Yeah. I don't know what she saw in him. Well, what does anybody see in anybody else? There is a spark of mystery within the breast of every man and woman that can only be seen by one other. And apparently, she had seen the spark of mystery within. All right. Who is still in the saloon? I believe uh, that Father James still is, because he was cleaning up. Sonny is. Yeah. All right, both of you, make me a cognition roll. I am cognizant of all. I love being oblivious. And you are very oblivious. That is a 13 and a 7. 
Why two numbers? I just need one. Um, oh, I was just pointing out that I actually rolled high on. As as uh, you know, the the room is finally getting settled again. Furniture's back where it's supposed to be. People are starting to come in and and order drinks again. And uh, poker table is getting set up, and so a game is getting started. And two people are walking out. And Father James, you you distinctly hear uh, one of them say, "That's right. It was last month on the 17th that they found that man hanging." And we will end it there. Deadlands, The Weird West, artwork, logos, and the Pinnacle logo are copyright 2018 Great White Games LLC, DBA Pinnacle Entertainment Group. Music from the Deadlands soundtracks used with permission. You can visit their website, www.peginc.com, to purchase Deadlands, the 20th Anniversary Edition, and other Deadlands materials. Relative Dimension is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial 4.0 International License. You can share us, but please give us credit. If you would like to get in touch with the Relative Dimension, you can visit our website at relativedimension.com. You can contact us, email, at podcast at relativedimension.com. You can visit our Facebook at facebook.com slash relativedimensionpodcast. You can check us out on Twitter at relative dpod you can check out our patreon if you wish to support us at patreon.com slash relative dimension <laughs>